Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. So I just have to say, this was one of the most incredible conversations that I've had. Just Cassie's ability to, she's an actress, so no wonder she has this like command over how she speaks, but her ability to bring forward the depth of her emotional experience inside Feminine Magic and Money is just actually otherworldly. Like, I was just so in awe while we were recording the, while we were recording the whole episode and I just cannot believe the quality of woman that comes into my world and the way that feminine magic and money continues to just radically 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 alter the experience of every aspect of life for the women who come into this space and deeply engage with and are present with the work it just continues to blow my mind. It blows my mind over and over and over and over and over again. And like, I really want to encourage you. There's so many of you who listen to the show. I fucking love this show. Honestly, I don't think there's another show like Queen Flow on the planet. It is just so special and so incredible. And I really want to encourage you to actually sign up for the offers that you want to sign up for and do the work. Like the show is such a great eye opener for what's available to you. I know there's a frequency on my voice that is just like shifting on a cellular level on its own. Imagine if you did the work as well. Like what happens in my paid spaces is not something that is happening on the show. And the show's this good. Imagine what's happening in the paid spaces. Like it's just so important not just to be inspired, but to actually take the leap and do the work. You are going to love this episode. I also want to let you know the things that are happening right now that are very timely in my world. So the cohort go all in sale. So the cohort is for those of you who have service-based businesses who are desiring to step into consistent, sustainable five-figure months, the feminine way with the masculine structure to back you up, baby. It is so incredibly supportive between the pre-recorded content the live coaching, the focus on all aspects of business in terms of the businessy things that you actually need to get to this level. Like there's nothing piecemeal about this container. It is truly like a fully immersive multidimensional experience. And then in addition to like the business support and helping you access, right, actually bring your gifts to the world more potently in a way that works for your energy. I always want to say when it comes to strategy, I feel like people get very confused. The vibe is not that like you hire someone and then you need to like copycat their strategy just because a potent business mentor is going to be able to help you access what works for you. I have never had a single client. I have never had a mentor who runs the exact same business model that I have. That's not what it's about, right? I'm here to help you get to what works for you. And I want you to understand this no matter where you come into my world in relationship to strategy, the, the vibe is not like, oh, let me just copycat what she did. Let me just do what she did just because that will not last. That will not work. That is not a success formula. We take what we love. We rearrange things that aren't quite right for us, but maybe we like the idea of it. There are certain things we just absolutely do not do. Perfect. I am happy to support you through that. So I really want you to understand that 
like strategy and structure in my world is a more flexible concept, but we get to what it is for you because that's important. And I also want you to understand that as your business grows, it's going to evolve. There will be certain things you carry with you. There will be certain things to get rearranged as you go. My business has evolved at every single level, even inside of a business that's been very consistent and like very sustainable and has also quantum leapt many times along the way. So I just want to put that out there. And so in addition to the businessy things in the cohort, we also do the healing work, the wealth consciousness work, the money work. Like it's truly soup to nuts. It's so fucking incredible. With the go all in sale, which is closing on end of day. So that's going to be midnight Eastern, May 15th in the United States. <laughs> um, you receive 1K off. And then you'll also receive access to any masterclass in my world of your choice, which is truly like receiving another program in itself. Coming up next, we have hottest shit. Oh, before we even get there, for the love of money, fast frequency, big energy, blow up time, wealth energetics focused mastermind. It's a four week mastermind. It is kicking off on May 15th. So that's just in a few days. If you'd like to join us, please do so quickly. And then in terms of feminine magic and money, since today's episode is all about feminine magic and money. We are starting at the end of June. We are in pre-sale now. This is going to be your opportunity to also get on the longest payment plan available to you. So if you'd like to join FMM, space is limited for FMM. Please come claim your space and you can have whatever payment plan you need. If you want to do pay in full, that includes a one-on-one with me. This shit will change your life like the end. Deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism. In the program space in my world, we have hottest shit on the internet. like. Mm. I'm so excited. And I have so much to say about content because I really see the people struggling with content or not actually fully expressed, feeling a little like, mm, like it's working. I'm making sales, but like you're not looking at your grid being like, holy fuck, who am I? This is so hot. Right. And so I'm going to be teaching my philosophy, my belief system. And the strategy of how I do content, which clearly has grown a very big business across social media, email, and the podcast. And I do everything that I do with a lot of intention. There's a reason why I'm doing exactly what I'm doing. Obviously, it works. And it's not just like, oh, yeah, people pay. People come into my world. I'm turned on by what I say. I am excited by what I say. And there's so many ways where my content is working so hard for me without me needing to work so hard. It's just incredible. So no matter whether you're new to creating content, you already have a successful business or a pretty successful business, and you just feel a little like, "Mm, like this is okay, but like I want more, please come into this space. I'm going to be teaching how to shit on the internet in June. This will be the only time I'm teaching the program fully live. So you will have the opportunity to really be part of the making of the experience, to have your questions answered, like just all the different things. I'm so excited. It's going to be so deep, so good. Change your life. Not your typical content program. You're not going to be following a fucking formula, but I'm also going to give you enough structure and help you understand enough of the why behind things to where like what I want you to walk away with is that you are naturally creating content. That's a fucking vibe, not just likes and engagement, people actually DMing you, paying you, wanting to be in your world, being like, this bitch is the one. That's where we want to get. And we want it to be easy. Not like where you need to memorize some formula that you learned. 
that is not a success formula. <laughs> that is not how you're going to feel free inside your content. So hottest shit on the internet is on pre-sale now. After that, we have Call Me Daddy. I am so excited. This is one of those programs where people don't know that they need this work. So I really want you to be listening up right now. Call Me Daddy is all about how to be a successful client and a successful mentor. And I don't mean like how to build your business. I'm talking about how you show up as a client and how you show up as a mentor so that a lot of people come into these containers, go into masterminds, pay all this money to be in private coaching, all of these things. And then they don't even show up in a way that leverages the space to get the most from it. Right. And like we have got to relearn how we engage with mentorship because so much of how you, it's not just that you signed up, it's how you engage. And it's not even that you're asking questions all the time. It's specifically how you approach mentorship, you being mentored yourself, that is going to determine the level of result that you have on a human evolution level, which obviously is going to lead to a financial level as well. And also on a financial level, standalone. Then how you, so, and then how you present as a mentor and coach yourself so that you can be someone who really holds powerful spaces. So you're not the person where you're like, oh my God, why are all my clients drainy or half of them are drainy? Everybody's emotional dumping. Oh my God, all these things are coming to my mastermind. Like, what do I do? Like this, that, and the other, right? Like I want you guys to feel super solid in being the client and in being a mentor. And I promise you, I'm going to open your eyes and help you expand your skill set in these spaces in ways that are going to blow your mind. This is so much of why I have moved so fast because I am so good at being a client. I didn't even know the skill set I had till recently when I really started observing him just because I've been mentoring for long enough now to really see that like, and I've run so many masterminds. I'm like, oh, people don't know how to be mentored. They just sign up for the thing. They don't even know how to engage with it, right? And then also don't know how to necessarily successfully mentor other people either, maybe to a point but it's going to have to be at a completely different level if you expect to have like a, a big business. No matter where you are in the journey, this is a very important skill set to learn. And people skip over this because they're so concerned with making money. They don't realize that these skill sets are part of you making money. You want client retention. You want to get the most out of your mentorship. Like take this as fucking seriously as you take strategy and human evolution. And also this work will evolve your human and your communication skill set wildly, which is so important. And then I'm also going to be teaching you about the different styles of containers because I've had so many. I've been successful at running all of them, whether it be a Voxer broadcast, masterclass, program, high-end group immersion. I have a rolling mastermind. I've had short-term masterminds. Like Everything has different textures, masterclasses. I've been successful with all of them. And it's because well, obviously there's a, the, the potency of my work and all these different things. And yes, I'm good at selling and marketing and people love to say my world for a reason, right? So like we actually have to know, we can't just like launch the thing, right? We actually have to know, well, you can, but you really want to know how to navigate all of these different spaces, meaning like as you leading them, how they're positioned, everything is going, every style of container is going to have a different texture. So Call Me Daddy is going to be incredible. So Hottest Shit on the Internet is starting in June. Call Me Daddy is going to start like pro- like late July, August. So you're able to join both of those on pre-sale now. There is also two bundles available. One is a new program bundle that includes Overflow. My latest money program that is like literally, holy fuck, go sign up right now. 
that is all about existing in a perpetual state of access with money. So you have access to that. Um, you can, that's one is, will be complete by the time this comes out. So you'll be able to binge that right now. And then you'll also be in how to shit on the internet. You'll also be in call me daddy and you'll be in any masterclasses, all masterclasses that are released from now through the end of call me daddy. Then the summer bundle, let's say you're like, you already have overflow or you don't want that. You just want to do how to shit on the internet and call me daddy this. Cause since those are being taught in the summer, I'm calling it the summer bundle. You can also join a bundle that's those two plus the masterclasses that are now through the end of Call Me Daddy. Jump on these programs. In my world, I teach my programs live one time, right? So if you love being part of the live experience and you just want to actually, beyond that, because that's like the least important part, you want to do this work, you want to be the human who has the results of doing this work, come sign up. You are, and I've been asked about Fempire um, in my DMs as well. So that is going to be my long-term mastermind, mastermind private hybrid, six or 12 months. And that's going to be for those of you who are desiring to step into 30K to 100K cash months. And we do it all in Fempire. Like it is strategy, it is structure, it's feminine energy, it's quantum wealth energetics, it's uncovering blind spots, it's identity work. Like it's your full, we do healing, we do embodiment, like it is your full human, your full business. Absolutely nothing is off the table in Vampire. It's the most fucking incredible mastermind. Like that's literally all I have to say about it. It's insane. I have a few spaces open in Vampire. So if you want to start in Vampire, DM me to talk about if it's a good fit for you. And then also just so you know, there is an extended payment plan available for later start dates if you want to come and claim your space in the container. And I will also say... Thank you so much to all of you who've been rating and reviewing the show. This is your reminder. You are able to rate and review the podcast. DM your screenshot to me or email it to assistant at jocelynkellyreed.com. And you are able to receive a $200 credit toward any offer in my world of higher price point than the credit other than private mentorship. So many of you use the credit for Money Queen. You can use it wherever you want. (laughs) Money Queen is my self-led abundance course. That is all about healing your relationship to money and learning to command it and on purpose. So that is the skinny, (laughs) the 15 minute skinny. That's the long winded skinny, but I really want to emphasize all of these things to you because they're so important for what is happening in my world. Like I said, don't just listen to the show, come do the work. If you're listening to the show all the time, you obviously love it. So imagine if you come do the work. (laughs) So good. You're going to love this episode so much. Oh my gosh. Please share this podcast with everyone. Make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you are the first to know when episodes come out. Take a pause. Go do that right now. And also, of course, it helps reach more. It helps to reach more people. <laughs> Lost my words for a minute. So I love you so much. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And I will talk to you soon. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Jocelyn. So good to connect with you. I know. I'm so happy. I love these episodes so much. Like what beats my client stories and just like sharing the incredible women who come into my world. So honestly, like it's just, it's so special to have you here. And, and FMM is so close to my heart. So I'm really excited to be chatting about feminine magic and money too. I am too. I just feel like I had, for some reason, a little bit of nerves before because I have one of the things that was really strong for me was kind of moving through this fear of being seen. But then as soon as I jumped onto this Zoom, I just felt this massive, like, 
energy, tingles, excitement, just like wash over me. So (laughs) I'm excited to see what's going to come through. Oh, I love it. Isn't that so cool when we realize in motion, like, oh, wow, I've transcended a certain level of the fear that I used to have. Like, even if it starts to come up, then you get in the situation. You're like, oh, I'm good. Wait, wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like getting to ground into into yourself or to walk into something that you always talked about was walking into an edge and discovering all of the bounty that's on the other side of that. It's just magic. Yay. Well, before we get started, could you please introduce yourself? And well, let's start with, I like to ask what your astrology are, your top three, and then your human design, because my honeys like to just know these things about us. And then I'd love to hear just like something I know that is so cool that I brought up is your profession, which is, you know, not kind of like the online entrepreneur where obviously I have a lot of clients who are that, but FMM definitely attracts women from across, across the, the spectrum when it comes to professions. And then some just about your personal background and kind of like how you landed where you are today. So we can get to know your human. Yeah. Um, I am a Scorpio sun, moon and rising. Oh, you are triple Scorpio. Most of my chart is in Scorpio. Um, and then human design. I am a generator, um, one, three investigator, martyr, um, emotional authority. And then when I look at my, uh, human design chart, it's like, um, I feel like I exist in all of these extremes. Like when you look at my design chart, it's like all of these open centers and I just have two closed centers. So I'm just this like sponge, this emotional sponge that just soaks up everything around me. Um, I have a lot of open centers too. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like that is why I am an actor. (laughs) (laughs) The shape shifter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just like leads me to just really be interested in telling so many different kinds of stories and being able to really like soak up what other people feel and yeah, just being really open to other people's experience and being able to use that in, in my profession. Yeah. I was really drawn to your work. I've always been really drawn to your work. I feel like the first time I heard you was years ago on a podcast and I immediately resonated with your energy and with everything that you brought forward. And then I was just a lurker for a long time and um, watched the content that you put on Instagram and heard everything that you said was always just really compelling. And it really resonated with me. And I finally decided to just take the leap when you opened up FMM. And I knew that you work mostly, I I wouldn't say work mostly, but I knew that you really um, have a heart for women in business and entrepreneurship, but there was just something that was really drawing me to that container. And I just decided to pull the trigger. It, It was just time. It was calling to me and I was done like ignoring it and squashing it and thinking I could just kind of cobble together a journey through the free stuff I found on Instagram and decided to just take the plunge. I love that. I mean, and this is one of the things that's so cool about FMM is it's not a business container, right? It's honestly, literally for all women, you could be a stay at home mom. Like it actually does not matter what you do because it is so much more about like our quantum healing and more deeply learning energetics and turning on our body as a manifestation portal and reconnecting with our witch and 
the quantum manifestation work. You know what I mean? It's really, it's a different kind of journey in my business. And that's one of the reasons that I love it so much is it actually is for all of us, as long as we're obviously like interested in this style of work. Yeah. And I could feel, I could feel the common thread through all of the women that there was this, you know, something that drew us there. And there was a common thread through everyone and the way that people would show up in the Voxer chat. And even if I didn't have a question, I was able to always get so much out of a question that a woman asked and guidance that she needed. There was always, it was such a rich space for me to even just receive when someone who was from a completely different walk of life would ask a question. It was potent for me always to to receive it as well. And this is what I love just about masterminds, generally speaking. I don't know if everybody realizes the power of just being there. Yeah. Like it's really, and obviously in FMM, you know, it's very much of a guided journey in terms of like the healing calls we do and all of that. But like when it comes to the Voxer chat, it's just like you receive answers to questions you didn't even know you had. You receive perspective shifts you didn't even know you were looking for and not just through your questions. It's it's just like so cool to be in a vortex of other people who are showing up because, you know, we go deep um, in FMM. And so the level of vulnerability that's asked of us in order to transcend is pretty pretty extensive, you know? And so it's like such an honor to be there with all of us, like showing up that way, you know, to, in order to move towards our desires and become the women that we want to be. And it's not like this isn't, these aren't experiences you just get to have in quote unquote normal life. Oh, absolutely. There were so many women in the space that I, I would have never had the opportunity to interact with. And I remember at the very beginning, there was a moment that felt for myself really confronting because I realized, wow, there are, there are women in here that are really moving and shaking in their lives. And they're in a place that I'm aspiring to be. And to be able to be in that space, sharing the space with them in something that was so supportive and to be able to watch their journeys and watch that it's, it's like learning the process. What I thought I went in for ended up being so different than what I came out with, if that makes sense. I, I understood that, you know, we think that the end goal is to call in these big ticket things, but to see other women who were successful, but shooting for more, it's like, we're always going to up-level. There's always going to be another layer to peel back. Once you get to the next place, there's just going to be more to dig into and more to peel back. And when we can learn this process and find these places of support, that's the goal. And I thought the goal was like, oh, I wanna you know, put down a, a dollar sign of what it is that I'm trying to call in, which is all well and good and is great. But I felt like I just, discovered pretty quickly that I had bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? And then that leads to what we want, but yeah. I love, cause it's funny. It's like, I hesitate to call it a quote unquote process, but honestly, understanding manifestation and the energetics of the universe in a way it is. It's just that like, you actually have to be walking and be guided while you're walking to understand how these different concepts like wind up playing out in your life. And then of course, through all the healing work we do, you just have so much more space to create 
so that you don't have to keep looping on like the same things over and over again. So rather than like going in circles, we become more masterful in how we play with the universe and honestly how we play with life and with ourselves. And we're able to move towards what we want with like just a lot more ease and a lot more efficiency and a lot more, you know, self-assuredness. Yeah. Looping is something that also came up really early on in the Voxer chat. And it was something I had never thought that much about, but it was, it became clear for myself and in the way that I could see it playing out for others in the chat. And it was like, so powerful to watch women move through their own loops to, to, to watch them ask a question and then kind of hear your coaching and hear them recognize the pattern in real time and be able to transcend it. There's something so powerful in being able to share a space with someone as they're moving through it too. Exactly. Yeah. It's a powerful energy. And this is something that you can't get from just listening to a podcast or reading a book about energetics. Like you actually have to walk these things out real time. And the thing that we don't realize is like some things will be conscious to like, oh yeah, I keep coming back to this over and over. But a lot of what's kind of like fucking up our flow are actually patterns that we're not even conscious to until they're brought to our attention. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really funny that I, um, the moment that I signed up for the container, uh, all of these different different patterns became started to become really clear. And I know that the timing was perfect because I needed the support of that space. And it wasn't until I pulled the trigger on it that it was like a signal to the universe that I was ready for these things to come up so that I could transcend them. 100%. And that's the beauty. And like a lot, this happens a lot where it's like we pull the trigger and then I've seen it a couple different ways. Like sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, all this crazy stuff starts happening like in a good way. Like I received so many messages of the woman who's like, oh my God, I paid and I called in $15,000. And that's amazing. And other things I see are exactly what you said, where it's like everything starts coming to the surface all at once, which we think is a quote unquote problem. And actually it's perfect because we have this like perfect space to dive into and it's the universe being like, oh, thank God she got support. Now she actually has what she needs to like, look at this and transcend this without it just like totally knocking her out. Yeah. Because in the past when I would be confronted by something as powerful as what was coming up when I signed up for the container, I would immediately think I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Trying to double down on patterns of existing and survival really dig into my hypermasculine because that's what I had really practiced myself into a place of hypermasculine survival. And so I think it was something that Elise Basine talked about in her call about it's not showing you that something that you're doing something wrong when this stuff is coming up. Not even close. Yeah. Instinct is to be like, oh, course correct. Course correct. I have to figure out what it is that I'm doing wrong. I have to I have to tweak this because the process isn't working or, or whatever it is, all of those things that we kind of learn, because especially in the, in the world of manifestation, you know, the idea of trying to stay in this positive mind space and kind of the spiritual bypass stuff. It's, you know, how I feel about this 
must yeah. always be in a good mood and be feeling high vibe. It's ridiculous. It's super toxic, honestly, but you know, I know, <laughs> you know, I believe that. Yeah. And it's impossible to sustain. And it really, it's, it became so clear to me that all of this stuff that was coming up was gold. It was a roadmap to where I was holding myself, keeping myself really small. And it was a roadmap to old ancestral wounding. That was a really big thing that came up for me that moved really powerfully. And I know that there is such a temptation to do it on your own, but sometimes these things come up and they're really big feelings and really big, big wounds that need, that need support and that need other people to kind of help you move you through these things. I would love to hear, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. What made you desire to come into this space? I have um, always been a really spiritual person. I grew up very, very religious in a really strict, really conservative Christian home. And I had what I call my crisis of faith when I was 19 and I left the church. And Where did you grow up? I grew up in Los Alamos, New Mexico, okay. which is a very small, weird little town. <laughs> it's where the National Laboratory is. It's a very isolated, small little town. And I left the church and I feel like was very lost for a long time. I moved to New York not long after that. I moved to New York in 2001. And you've been here that long? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, and it was a wild time. I moved in October of 2001. So it was shortly after 9-11 that I moved here. Mm. And I had a really hard time. I was this, oh my goodness, I, I skipped a huge part. I went to Bible college. I was very, very religious. And I went to Bible college when I was 17. Wow. I was studying to be, well, kind of what the only option was when you're a woman in Bible college is to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> there weren't a lot of weren't a lot of spaces available. Um, and we were taught to really be submissive women and how we were going to be support to the, the true leaders of the church, which were the men. Um, and so a lot of that lived in me for a long time. And uh, I moved to New York and just really struggled for a long time figuring out how to survive. Bounced around, got a attraction a little bit with some acting jobs here and there, but it was tough. I couldn't figure out how people had the bandwidth to pay their bills and be the kind of person that they needed to be, to be a vulnerable, raw actor, artist, and to show up in all those ways. I just, I couldn't nail it down. I couldn't figure it out. And I started, I got into the service industry and finally felt like I had figured out how to pay some bills. And that was in 2008. And I started to get back into auditioning and I found comedy and improv comedy and sketch comedy. And then in 2010, my dad passed away very suddenly. Oh. Um, and that's when I had been a problem drinker for a long time. And then that turned into some full-blown alcoholism, which I stayed in for a very long time. But even throughout all of that, I was still craving my spirit was still crying out for connection and spirituality. And I was really into Abraham Hicks and devouring all of this stuff, but 
but just, I couldn't reconcile the two. I couldn't figure out how I was supposed to survive and pay my bills and do all of that sober and be a spiritual woman. And it was all just very elusive. Years and years later, I just decided enough was enough. And I, by this time, about 2012, I met my my boyfriend, my partner. We've been together ever since. And he really helped me find some stability and which just, I had never felt. I, I'm going to say probably in my life, I never really felt safety or stability. Yeah. Um, and then once I got sober uh, six years ago, it was like I had been blurring the edges of my life where I was just trying to quiet the noise, but I didn't understand that in quieting the noise, it quiets everything. So connection to source, connection to self, all of that gets blurred with all of the other pain that's happening at the same time. And so a lot of stuff started to come up where it was like, I had to relearn how to be a grown up. You know, I'm 44. I had to learn how to be a, an adult in my late thirties. It was like all of these ways that I had learned to kind of cope and survive. I, I realized were just, were false. They weren't, it wasn't actual safety. So waiting tables and being enmeshed in these really toxic situations and relationships wasn't actually safe. It was just this hyper masculine grind myself into the dirt, try to keep myself safe in this way that wasn't actually safety at all. So after I had kind of found my footing, this, my little spirit self that had been kind of drowned out for a really long time started to, to wake back up and my artist self did too. And then the pandemic happened and I, it was just a time where everyone had to kind of stand still. And I just had all of this time and I'd never really had that before. Uh, and so I got back into acting in earnest. I got an agent and everything that's, that's come through has come through in a way that I could never have made it come through, through my action alone. It, it, it's just impossible. The well, way such is life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. I feel like your frequency is so feminine, even just in, in the tonality of your voice. It is like shocking to me that not shocking, but that you are ever living that way feels so out of alignment to me, just having known your energy. You know, it's, it was deeply, deeply out of alignment. And it was, it was, I talked about ancestral wounding a lot and I talked about it a lot in the container and it's something that I learned from my mom and all the women in my family, because there are no there are really not a lot of male figures uh, in my family on both sides. And I think that it, I know that I chose this art incarnation on purpose to come into this lineage because there's a way that we all have existed in my family. And I know through, through the different lineages that just needed a lot of healing that just needed this, you know, wide open, super sensitive, intense woman to come in and say, Hey, y'all, <laughs> I gave it a good old college try. It did not work for me. We don't have to do it like this anymore. Cause it's, 
I can see the pattern so clearly. I can see it in the way that, you know, all of the women in my family have tried to excavate themselves from these patterns. And it's just to come to it with this conscious awareness and with guidance, I feel like it's been so liberating. And so it's been a huge stripping away. So do you feel then that you came into this space essentially desiring to heal and reconnect to your feminine? Was that your kind of core desire? I didn't know it at the time, but yes, I came into it kind of something just, I I knew it's where I needed to be and I knew I needed to just pull the trigger on it. And it ended up being such a lesson in trust and in learning how to play in the void space, because so much of what I practiced myself into was shut down these scared feelings, shut down this frightened survival instinct, ramp into how you're going to save your own ass and how you're going to claw your way out of this. And I just have been releasing all of these ways that I have learned how to survive and stepping into such a deep place of trust. And every time I step into a deeper level of trust, I can feel such a deep sense of connection and knowing that the next step will present itself. And my my impulse I'm not going to say instinct because it's not, it's more of the impulse is a survival impulse is to figure it out, fix it, make it happen and learning to let that go and to release and and step more into trust has been the journey for me. I didn't realize that's what it was going to be, but that's what, that is the absolute gift that came out of it. And it's so cool because essentially you're learning how to receive. You're learning how to move through the world like a woman. There, it's no big shocker that you're tired. And this can happen when there's a lot of women at the head of the family and there aren't a lot of men kind of taking on that role that men would traditionally have. This was very common on my dad's side of the family too. And it really wears down the women. Like they're strong. They know how to survive, know how to get through the world, but it's like at what cost, you know, because there's so much, it's a lot to take on. It's exhausting. Yeah. And we're not really built for it. Not like that. Yeah. It's really exhausting. And it's, and I see the way that it, it's worn on my whole family. I see the way that it's sort of carried as a badge of honor in a way. Look how much I can withstand. Like fighting the good fight all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it's so misguided. And it's so tiring. And it's like, you have to abandon so much of your feminine core to consistently move through the world that way. And I'm not saying like, obviously there's a lot of women who are in, you know, single mother situations and things like that. I'm not saying that you automatically need to start moving through the world like a man, you don't, but you're not, but like without kind of like inter, what is the word? Like intervention, you're probably going to start doing that. Because that's what's been modeled to the world around, quote, unquote, it's a very masculine linear world. That's what's been modeled to all of us around, quote, unquote, getting ahead. So especially if you're in that role on your own, like that's naturally most likely what you're going to do. 
or it'll be for some women, it shows up as like that's super wounded feminine damsel in distress. Somebody save me. I can never get my life together. And then, but instead we want to be vibrating from this place of our empowered feminine. We're like, yes, we can lead our lives, but we just do it differently. We know how to receive. We're actually like tuned in a frequency. We're much more connected to our intuition. Like the way that we pull things together as women is just different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting that you brought up being rescued because that's something that I have been really moving through. There was a deep part of me that was keeping myself really small and keeping myself really small and safe. And a big part of that was through alcohol and just keeping myself stuck in ways because I so desperately wanted to be rescued. And I think part of that is, you know, ancestral. I think also part of it is having grown up in the type of church that I grew up in. But I also think that it's not an accident that we ended up in that type of church. You know, it's not an accident that it's like was reflecting to us what was already there. Yeah. And then if women can't create or call anything in on their own, it can only be through through a man, through a head of household, through someone who can save me and take care of me. And, oh, that was another thing that was really, really powerful. That was something that came through really clearly at the beginning was this idea of outsourcing my power. And so I came into the space with this idea that I just really thought if I could just fix these things about myself, something that you always talk about too, that you hate the word blocks. You know, I really do. Yeah. I could just fix these. If I could remove these blocks and fix these things about myself, then I'll finally be good enough and these things will come through. And I just had a real reckoning with a lot of the choices that I've made in my life and the ways that I really outsourced my power in believing that other people could have any control over my outcomes, you know, and, and, standing in my power and recognizing that a lot of the ways that I was brought up to kind of live in this really hyper-masculine, you have to, no one's, no one's going to do it. You've got to do it yourself. No one's going to take care of you. But at the same time, you're going to need a man to rescue you. There's all these like double meanings, double um, like things working against each other. Um, So it was constantly just Let me work my ass off and see how I can figure out how to fix it while at the same time, try to stay small so that someone can save you and fix it for you and finally provide for you and take care of you and make you safe. And just having to take that, not having to, but getting to take that all back for myself and feel safe in a true safety instead of outsourcing that was really liberating. Oh, this is so beautiful. And you will not be the only one who's been functioning that way or had those feelings. Like, We have all had some version of that and to actually liberate yourself because talk about a loop and a pattern. Good Lord. Like people go their whole lives functioning that way. Right. And it's, I, it's so interesting because I can see the patterns now so clearly in my family and the way that things are still continuing to come up and I'll have conversations with my mom and my sister. And I, and I, I feel like there's been an awakening within myself and also a little bit of a a grieving in knowing that 
stepping into my own power means that yes, I'm holding space for them to also ascend, but also recognizing that I choose not to engage in those patterns anymore. And that means yeah. that the relationship and the ways that we've all figured out how to survive together can no longer exist. And they're going yeah. to change. And so I had to give myself space to, to grieve that a little bit because it that's what felt safe to me for such a long time. And then to realize that that's not actual safety. It's sort of like, I think a lot of people have had this experience, you know, like, you know, a toxic ex relationship or someone that you dated. And like, obviously, you know, of course, in your family, you're still going to be connected to them. But you know, that feeling where it's like, okay, you're very clear that we are not engaging this, but there's those pieces that you miss, you know, like mm -hmm. the quote unquote intensity or whatever it was, even though it's not healthy. And you, you obviously, we transcend this, right. And we find what real connection, real, you know, all these things really are. But I feel like in that in-between space between kind of like cutting off the supply and then stepping into the new, there is that piece that's kind of like desiring to pull to pull back in a little bit, even though you're not going to do it because it's been what you've known as far as connection goes. Right. And it's it's something that I think I came into the space really just starting to kind of dig into some of the um, mother wound, even an, uh, an awareness of what that was. And kind mm. of as soon, as soon as I joined the container and before we even had our first call, I had planned this vacation with my mom. She came out and I got us this cabin in the Catskills. I was so excited. And, uh, literally everything that could have gone wrong. And I planned it for months. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And all the ways in which, all of the ways and the patterns that had not been clear to me until that moment became so clear. And it just left me, it took the wind out of my sails. It really like took my breath away for, I would say a couple of weeks. And then the container started, thank goodness. And I was able to- <laughs> Come into the God help me <laughs> and breathe and be like, and the first thing we did was this anger release. And I really let my pillows have it. And like, and just like, let go of all of this emotion that, you know, it, at exactly the right timing, it was like, had this vacation plan, decide that I'm going to sign up for this thing. And then, wow, all of the stuff came up. It all came up with a vengeance. <laughs> and then there was this beautiful space that I could go into and rest and, and let it all, let it all come out so that I could transcend it. That's so beautiful. And while we're on the topic of, you know, the actual sessions and work we do inside the container, how was that for you? Because I feel like something that was so cool for you. I mean, you had a lot of really deep things come up around lineage and ancestral trauma, as you've mentioned, and patterns and different things like that. And I feel like you definitely, like you really showed up. I think you're on every, like almost every call and like really leaned into the work. And I remember you mentioning at times, like, like in a way it almost hadn't felt safe or was like too scary to do it before. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I showed up and it was a weepy mess for <laughs> I'm going to say a good half or more of the calls. I was just so 
vulnerable. And there were a few in particular that were mind blowing, that moved energy in my body. And it was potent and profound. And then there were times when maybe I would fall asleep during a session and then feel the reverberation of it for, for days afterwards. So you know, cool. it's like, yeah. yeah, you don't realize how much moves until, you know, I, I would go for my walk in the morning and then it was something would hit me, something, a download would come through so clearly. I started to feel my ancestors in one session in particular. I had always viewed my lineage as this kind of, I hate to say it, like a burden of, of look at, look at what, what I got saddled with. And I have to, to move through all of this hard energy and this like heavy energy. And then I just got this really clear message that I was the culmination of a beautiful lineage and that they passed the torch to me and that I get to carry the torch to places that they couldn't bring it. They didn't have the opportunity and I get to be that for myself and for all of us. And that's a beautiful thing. And I, I have felt really strongly in the last couple months a connection with my paternal grandmother who I didn't really have a relationship with. She didn't really speak much English and my dad never spoke to us in Spanish. So there was always a language barrier as well as just, she had a lot of trauma that she came from. So she was just, she was a really angry lady. But there has been this door that's opened where I feel such a connection to her that I never felt when she was here on the physical plane. And I just feel like she's just been here with me and that I have been understanding her pain and transmuting her pain for all of us in a way that has felt really profound. Yeah. And we do a lot of deeper work around connecting to our ancestors as well, because they very much are part of our team. And you're not the only one, right? Where it's that feeling of like, oh my Lord, they've all been through so much. Like it feels heavy and we don't realize the gift or the guidance that we can receive when we actually start to connect. Yeah. It was Andrea Donnelly's session and it blew a door open. It blew a door open for me. I was a sobbing <laughs> sobbing afterwards because I felt physically felt in my throat, something move. And it was like, I had been carrying something in my body that wasn't even mine. And I felt it move. And then afterwards, as she was talking, talking to everyone, she said without me even prompting that she could see the, the energy in my throat. And it was like this, this, complete awareness and this deep connection with my lineage that I had never felt before. And it just, it, it unlocked something. It unlocked something really potent and powerful for me. And I continue to continue to dive into it and to dig into it. And it's like that door has been opened and I can, I'm just so grateful that I get to be the one, like I was chosen to be the one, or I chose to be the one to come in and, and move this for all of us feels like such a gift. Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful and so cool. Like how life-changing. <laughs> Good Lord. It, it this really is all incredible. Is. 
It really is. And I, I've realized that I am the person who has the luxury of feeling really safe right now. And I, I know that my mom never got to feel that. I know that she's never felt that really for herself ever. And one of the reasons that I'm so grateful to do this is that I want to hold space for her to know that she can find safety too. Yeah. We can all find true safety and grounding and we can stop living in this, you know, really manic fight or flight survival. It was like realizing I've been living 44 years in fight or flight and I get to just put that down and it just was like liberation. It's the most life-changing change that we can make. And I understand because I made it as well. And look, you know, even though our circumstances were different internally, it very much felt the same way. And 10 out of 10, I recommend where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you start, you live in a different universe, like the way you see the world, the way you perceive the world, not, not to mention obviously what comes into your field, et cetera. It's literally like, and this is where I talk about like switching paradigms, changing dimensions. Like you're on the same planet, but you're living in a different dimension of the planet. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just eternally grateful. It's, it's such a shift and knowing, I think the reason that process kept coming back to me is because I, I'm such a process girl. And I think it's something that in acting, we talk about a lot is that it's not the end result is not the goal. It's, it's learning the process and figuring out and really being in each moment and breathing moment to moment and receiving the gift of, you know, if something I'm, I came to understand that if I feel something that kind of triggers me, or I feel something comes up to sit with it, I've discovered that, okay, that's something that's coming up, not because I'm doing something wrong. It's coming up because there's gold on the other side. So let me sit with this emotion. I have all of these tools. Now I have all of these beautiful breathwork sessions that I can go back to. I have these meditations. You, you know, gave us those whale and dolphin sounds, which are so grounding and all of these really tangible tools that I can come back to use those move through this, do my journaling out and figure out what's the medicine. What's the medicine instead of trying to get relief from being uncomfortable and playing that out for years on end. And then wondering like why magic isn't unfolding in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's the magic is on the, is on the other side of it. And I totally get the impulse and the impulse is strong. Even in the container, the impulse is strong to feel activated, to immediately go to the chat and say, Oh my God, something just happened. What do I do? How do I navigate this? And you are always so present to offer coaching while at the same time guiding guiding the experience to say like there is beauty in sitting for a moment and feeling your feelings and coming into the space in a in a self-regulated way i remember that really clearly when you were talking about feel like having something happen kind of regulating your whatever do whatever you need to do so that you can come to a clear question. And that way, when you present the question, there's much clearer guidance available. 
Yeah. And it teaches us how to just navigate being human. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. It sounds so simple, but we actually have not been raised very well to navigate being human in a way that supports our evolution. But we say we want, we want what comes with the evolution. One of the things I was looking through my journal from the beginning, when we first had our first session and you said, you can't have anything you don't feel safe in having. And that resonates so much with me because we want such big things. And in order to hold those big things, we have to be able to regulate ourselves to be able to hold them. And I was operating from this place of complete hyper, again, like hyper-masculine, micromanage, control every aspect, just gripping, 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 like I couldn't take my hands off the wheel. And I realized that I could only bring in, because I just, I really was operating from this place of like, I call her my workhorse. Like I can only bring in what I can get from the strength of my own back. And if that's true and I can't allow the universe to move powerfully for me, then that's all that can come in. That's all the bigness that can come in. It's only what I can carry myself. That's not, I want more than that. So I yeah. have to let go and I have to allow, I have to learn how to allow myself to hold these bigger things and to allow the universe to move powerfully to bring the big things and then be in a space like this where you can be supported and learn how to increase your capacity. Mm-hmm. This is so cool. And I'd love to, you know, while we're going in this direction to talk about some of the things that did transpire for you, because you mentioned how your romantic relationship came through, how finances started coming through things that had previously been on hold casting directors reaching out to you for roles that had previously felt out of reach and going directly to you rather than through an agent. And there's just these beautiful, I mean, even those, just those three things are huge. And I'd love to hear more about them. Yeah. I, I completely changed the way that I show up in my relationship. My boyfriend and I have been together for 10, almost 11 years. And I came into the relationship with an energy of wanting to be rescued and saved. And I really outsourced a lot of my well-being to him. And I had created the dynamic between us that existed between my parents. And there was a lot of misplaced resentment and just setting him up to fail a lot. And I, I just recognized again, that there are ways that he's showing up that are ripe for me to look inward and real and understand what it is that I'm bringing to this that is causing my discomfort and how can I take my power back and how can I relieve him of responsibility for my happiness? It has given me so much freedom. It's given me the opportunity to fall back in love with him because I've completely taken the pressure off of him to save me. Because yeah. how could I possibly ever feel safe or free with someone when I'm expecting them to just save me all the time? And it's like, we laugh so much more now. I can look, I, it's like, I look in his eyes and I just, I just see him. 
And I just, there was so much anger. I was holding on to so much anger. It was all misplaced. It was all like residual anger from my parents' relationship and dissolving all of that has shifted everything. And then I, you know, a lot of ways that I've practiced myself into, into being really small, to stay small, to stay really safe. I called in some, some money, some payments with my agent. Uh, I think it's a thing that exists with actors. We're all terrified to email our agent because it's hard enough to get an agent. So when you get one, you're like, I'm going to be the perfect little client. That's never going to complain. And I'll just, I'll just hide out here in the corner and get everything done and not need anything and not want anything. And I realized that that is no way to exist. So I, I had to have a couple of stand in my own power emails with my agent who could not be lovelier, by the way, she's a delight. And because of that, some money that had been like chilling in the universe for a year, finally. Wow. (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, (laughs) let me get on that. Let me get on that. And that, and then another payment that she was like, oh, right. I, uh, I, I had followed up with them, but it turns out they needed a little extra push. So like a couple of things that had been floating in the ether forever really came through. I had a, I've had all these validations. Like my, my people have come through. I found this mentor, this acting teachers, mentors that I have started studying with that. Oh, they just give me, they give me goosebumps. Their, their talent and just spirit is everything I've always wanted. In 20 years of, of living in this city and then flirting on and off with acting, it's like I have in place right now everything I need to the foundation, the foundation and the structure that I need to be successful for when I call in the big gig that I have no doubt is, is coming to me. It's like, it's wild. I had casting directors reach out that are commercial casting directors and it's little to a little context commercial casting and tv are are two different things and there usually isn't i would say like a ton of overlap they kind of tend to be different beasts and i had a commercial casting director who's i absolutely adore reach out to me and say hey we're doing this thing for we'd love for you to read for this series regular that we're doing which is several tiers above where i currently audition and it was wild. And I did the audition and it went so well. And I didn't end up booking it, but they sent me an email saying, you were so great. We ended up rewriting the script, which happens all the time. So they're going to be casting a man in that role, but we just want you to know that we loved you so much. And that as we're filming, we're going to be keeping you in mind because we love your work. And we just, you know, we're going to have you come in anytime anytime we can, which was just like wild. And so major in a space that can be so difficult to crack. Yeah. Yeah. And that's some, that's so funny because that's like, um, now that I, I feel like I've been given the keys yeah. to the universe. And I feel like now that I can hear the way other people are showing up, it's like making a shift in myself. I hear the way people like now you get it. 
Yeah. And you see yeah. like what the, it's sort of like me in business, how it's really easy for me to see when I'm like, oh my God, she really doesn't get it. Right. But like, I feel like I get it. I know what I'm doing. So I know what you're talking about. Yes. It's like people, they're like, I would love to have this thing. I would love to be a, a, a series regular on this show, but they're not showing up in any way that reflects being a series regular. And, and they I, don't know how to. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's something that it's like, well, okay, what you all, you, you talked a lot about structure. And I, I was like, I don't necessarily know how that correlates for me. So I kind of was like, okay, let me, let me sit in that. Let me hear, let me listen instead of trying to fight through this, let me sit in this and, and receive what that means for me. And then it became so clear that the structure that needs to exist for me, it was like, well, I need a coach. I need a teacher. I need, you know, all of these things that I need to make me feel safe so that when those big auditions come in, I am able to step into it with such ease that the only thing that I have to think about is knocking it out of the park. Yeah. And to feel so supported in that and know that I have all of those things in place now at the beginning of this container, none of those things were in place and all of them are now. And so even though I wasn't the traditional client, there was still so much for me to glean and so much medicine for me to be able to apply in, in the areas that I needed. This is just incredible. Like as you're talking, I'm like, I'm going to have to run FMM till the end of time because. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's game changing. It's really game changing. Wow. I'm just, I mean, I know I knew already, obviously I was with you (laughs) for the journey, but it's just hearing the story with such fluidity is just so beautiful. And I can't believe, like, I can't believe, obviously I already know the power of the work, but just, it's like a few months later, we can really be living a different life. Yeah. And it's not that we want to come in being like, okay, that's what's got to happen. So what do I need to do? Right. We're not panting into the space. Cause that's not how it actually happens. You relax into it and be with it, but isn't it wild. And it's like, this is where I always say these things don't need to take a long time, but can you be the person who shows up for them? Yes. And you know, what's so funny is I did come into the space with that energy. And there was a moment that was so clear that was like, oh, you need to calm down. Like you need to, <laughs> you need to cool it. You need to cool it lady, because this is not one of the things that my acting teacher always says is practice. Like you play, like if like, we're going to practice ourselves into this place, like nothing is going to come in. If you are working so hard and trying like in this energy of gripping, why would anything come through? It's like, you're holding it away with such strong energy. You think you're trying to draw it in, but it's really just this rigidity that's keeping everything at arm's length. And if you could just cool it a little bit and breathe, then all of a sudden, all of this magic starts to reveal itself. And it's certainly not what I thought would be revealed to me when I started. There was so much that I couldn't have possibly known would unlock, which is the beauty of it. Totally. I mean, it's such a feminine space. It is wild. 
-hmm. And we're all so unique, you know? So we're going to have even all of us in the same container have different experiences that are exactly what we need for where we are on the journey and for where we say we want to go. And it's really lovely to be able to watch other women move and call things in and create shifts and to feel like you're a part of that, even if that means that you're just, you know, in the boxer chat, giving someone, you know, cheering someone on that feels really, it's a really beautiful thing to be a part of. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I have just loved every minute of this. I feel like this is one of the most healing episodes that has ever been on the show. Honestly, Jocelyn, (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for having me. I just am honored. Oh my gosh. It's been incredible. And for anyone listening, if they are on the fence, have not joined Feminine Magic and Money yet, or come into whichever space in my world they desire to be in, what would you have to say? Trust yourself. Just step into a place of trust. There's so much magic on the other side of fear. And if we can just let go and allow, then all of a sudden we've got we've got the keys to the universe and it's all here. We get to just, you get to have it. You get to have it and we deserve it. We get to be it and have it. And that's, it's a beautiful thing. So beautiful. Thank you. And if anyone would like to follow along on your acting journey or otherwise get in touch with you, are there any places where you would like them to find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Curly Q Cruise, C-U-R-L-Y-Q-C-R-U-Z. And we'll also have your link in our episode notes. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. This was a delight. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Cassie. Hi, gorgeous. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Oh my God, Cassie's just incredible. If you would like to check her out, her link is in episode notes. I want to remind you that Feminine Magic and Money is open on pre-sale. We are starting at the end of June. I am only running this container one time this year. So unless you are desiring to wait for a full year, why would you be waiting that long to step into what you're going to step into? Come play. I just have so many other offers in my business now. I just don't have the space anymore to run it twice a year. So it's really, 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 really special to jump on this opportunity and when this container opens. And then I want to remind you the cohort Go All In Sale is going to be closing May 15th. For the Love of Money, the four-week mastermind is starting May 15th. We have Hottest Shit on the Internet starting in June, Call Me Daddy starting in July, August, and then the two bundles. So the new program bundle, all the newest programs in my world will give you access to Overflow, which you can immediately binge now, Hottest Shit on the Internet, Call Me Daddy, and then all masterclasses that take place between now and the end of Call Me Daddy. And then the summer program bundle is going to give you access to Hottest Shit on the Internet, Call Me Daddy, and all masterclasses that take place between now and the end of Call Me Daddy. Oh my gosh. And if you want to join masterclasses exclusively, we have the all access masterclass pass that is going to give you a free pass, not a free pass, but a pass into the next eight masterclasses in my world. So those will either be monthly or let's say I skip a month, you'll have access. You know what I mean? No matter if they start to go into 2024, because eight months would be like through the end of this year, 
then no matter what, you'll receive the next eight masterclasses is how we're doing it. So excited for those of you who are already in. And if you have not been in a paid masterclass in my world, well, you, you want to jump into one. They are so good or just jump straight into the past. Like the savings is just incredible. Your reminder that you are able to rate or review the podcast, receive $200 off, apply to any offer of higher price point than the, the credit in my world. Just make sure you DM your screenshot to me or email it to my assistant assistant at jocelynkellyreed.com. And of course, there's always my self-paced course, Money Queen. And there's another bundle too called Wealth Power Sovereignty. It's not as well known because it's not on my website, but it's going to be in episode notes. And it's also in my link in bio on Instagram. Wealth Power Sovereignty is the shit because it's Money Queen. And then my program Unstoppable, which is all about like feminine power inside your career and life and like really potently accessing that so much of receiving more is stepping into greater levels of power. So you're basically the vibe is like tapping into money and tapping into your power at the same time because you receive both programs um, at a savings. So like that's the fucking move uh, for self-paced work in my world. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. A reminder to subscribe to the show so you're the first to know when the episodes are live because I don't, I have so much else going on. I don't tend to email about them, et cetera. So just make sure that you're subscribed send it to your friends. Please share it across the world. It is such an important podcast. So I love you so much. Thank you for being here. If you have any questions about the offers in my world, please shoot me a DM or email assistant at jocelynkellyreed.com and we will support you. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.